Hello everyone and welcome to On the Front Lines of Collapse. I'm your host Christopher David, joined today by my co-host Christopher Michael. Hello. In this episode we are going to be discussing the ongoing collapse of China and what that means for Americans back home. Christopher, we have been told for decades that China is the next empire, world's, the yuan is going to be the next world's reserve currency, mm-hmm. China is going to surpass the U.S. in everything. But what's really going on under the hood? To be honest, I'm not sure what's going on. But right now, it seems like they're headed towards a very steep cliff. That's a pretty big claim to make. So what makes you think that? Well, so we were watching a video the other day from China Observer. And the stuff that's going on right now in the country is just absolutely ridiculous Mm -hmm. with the zero COVID policies. There's a lot to it, breaking it down. So the information that we've been given from Western media, as you were saying, is painting China to be, you know, the next world order superhero. Mm -hmm. I don't see that at all. I see their infrastructure. They have a great propaganda machine which is making it seem like they're they're able to hold everything together. But I think it's being held together with paper clips and bubblegum. It really is. And the ongoing drought um, and the super high temperatures, it's like 110, 120 degrees with that drought going on for months now. You know, with the rivers drying up, it's impacting their hydroelectric dams, which is powering manufacturing, homes, businesses. That's all being shut down. Yeah, specifically in Chengdu, just because I know this, because I wrote about it for an article, 80% of their electricity comes from the hydropower Mm -hmm. from Chengdu. And that's a city with over a million people in it. They're not able to use that when the dams are drying up. Right. And when I was writing my article about China and the on the front lines of collapse, it was the same thing. You know, the CCP was expecting floods to occur in summer like it normally does. They drained the reservoirs. Then the rains never came. So they were already below capacity, you know, so it's helping to dry them up even faster. Yeah. And and the what really goes to it also is their handling mm-hmm. of the situation, which is they're not handling the situation. It's a clusterfuck every time they do something or don't do something. You know, with the forest fires in some of the China Observer videos, you know, it was coming towards a village. The local citizens were trying to put it out using ice and water bottles because the firefighters were all lined up to get their nucleic acid tests that they were mandated to. As the fire is ripping down the mountain. Yeah, exactly. In the background, you can see all the smoke coming through. And when the citizens were coming back down the mountain on their dirt bikes, the police were there to write everyone tickets who didn't have the proper paperwork. Yeah, and helmets. You yeah. gotta love it. What? Are we, you serious? Yeah, so to to say that they're the next superpower is, to me, laughable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a, a tweet from Wall Street Silver, which I really like their, their take on different market information. They're really quick with information. As soon as it comes out, they've got it on their Twitter. I disagree with what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So they said, warning, new global order. I don't see it. Uh, so the headline of the article that they're talking about and what they, what they posted was Xi Jinping, in quotes, willing to work with Putin to steer global order in more just, reasonable direction, says top Chinese envoy. It's not 
going to happen. And these people in Western media specifically keep telling us, oh my goodness, they're the biggest threat. Either they're the boogeyman that, that we need to... Well, Tucker Carlson was talking about that. Yeah, that, that... that they're the ones. But when you look at the China Observer videos, which is such a brave pursuit for the people doing it, I think they're based in Hong Kong. Probably, or Taiwan. So it's it's dangerous for them to try to get this information out. But when you're watching the video, it's absolute chaos and anarchy going on. In everything that they do, from zero COVID policy, to food security, to getting water to people, to getting electricity to people, the forest fires, everything that they do is just a complete clusterfuck. Absolutely. Let's talk about the zero COVID policy for a second. I just want to hit you with some numbers just so you kind of start understanding how this makes no sense. They've been shutting down cities when one or two people test positive through their testing. Even if they're asymptomatic, Mm -hmm. they've been shutting down cities with millions of people. I think at some point at the end of August, somewhere upwards of 65 million people had been shut down. Mm -hmm. They can't go out. They can't even leave their houses. Yes, it's like jail cells. So as of today, September 14th, as we're recording this, there are 5,277 confirmed cases in mainland China. That's what they're telling us. I got that information from their CDC, Chinese CDC. So if you take that number, what it represents of the population as a percentage is 0.0000037% of the population. That's five zeros after the decimal point and they're shutting down their entire country for that tiny little amount it makes no sense so why are they obsessed with doing that i think it probably has something to do with energy and food they don't have any of it i don't think so yeah and and we've seen that um so do you want to talk about the the shutdowns and specifically the covid zero shutdowns recently yeah so they've been shutting down like you said tens of millions of people then they're not providing them, in some cases that don't have the electricity, any sort of backup emergency rations. When they do get rations, it's a potato, two peppers, and a quarter of a cabbage for a family that's supposed to last them several days. Mm. Oftentimes, the apartment complex will even confiscate the food that the government sends. They'll either keep it for themselves or they're going to sell it at a markup. That's supposed to be free for the the citizens. So these were donations or they're from the government? The the video says donations Mm -hmm. in some instances, and then others says aid from the government. I don't know if it's interchangeable Mm -hmm. or if they're two distinct groups of people sending in aid and the government. I was was kind of thinking to myself, who's donating it? Because they didn't really go into that information. I I wonder if it's, you know, another city or there's an Mm -hmm. organizations over there that help with that. So... In the most recent video from China Observer, the narrator was going through giving instances of children starving. Many of them were actually dying of diarrhea because Mm. they weren't getting the proper care. There's not enough water, depending on the situation. If they're in a shut down, locked down city that also has the power cut off because of the power cuts, they're not getting running water. So could you imagine what, what are people supposed to do in these mega high-rise apartments well i'm sure we're dealing with a lot of unsanitary conditions absolutely also which is gonna it's gonna spread disease when people are malnourished their bodies aren't going to be able to fight right off those smaller diseases that they would be able to if they had food yeah and so like living 
since we lived in an apartment multiple times for years, we know that if the power's cut off, you know, you can't flush the toilet. There's nothing coming out of the sink. The refrigerator, everything's going to get spoiled. How are you cleaning yourself? You're not allowed out. So people are just like stuck in their filth during the heat of summer, completely cut off. And if they go outside, they're going to get beat by the, the cops, which are way too willing to do that. I've seen videos of them using drones yelling at people. Exactly. To, you know, yeah. Your apartment is shut down. Get back inside. Mm-hmm. In the last video that we watched, also, there was a police officer that was uh, manhandling this woman because she didn't come out of her house to get the nucleic acid testing. And he said, starts yelling at her. It's ridiculous. I mean, they are going so above and beyond mm-hmm. with this zero COVID. But it, and it has nothing to do with COVID. But, I, I'm convinced of that. Well, yeah, obviously, you know, we can get past that. But it seems like they're under an incredible stress, too. To be, like the cops are at their breaking point attacking people. And it's not like they're, you know, morally or ethically sound people. It's just it's showing that they're snapping, too. And they're having a harder time keeping the people under control. And, you know, going back to your question, there's old people are hanging themselves. There's people jumping from their apartments to their death because of it. Uh, It's horrible. There's huge humanitarian crises going on over there. And we don't hear any of that in the mainstream media. Yeah, if you're listening to this and and you haven't seen this on the news, it's it's happening. They're just keeping you from seeing it. Please go to the show notes and do yourself a favor and watch these videos. You know, if there is a little bit of truth to it, it is pretty staggering what is going on. Who knows if it's 100% true? I don't know. You don't know. But it's certainly a different take than what we're seeing on Fox News, Zero Hedge, and other mainstream news outlets yeah absolutely and then they've also instituted this stop rumor mandates oh yes that was that was pretty funny i mean that's just like what were you saying it was like verbal martial law yes so you're not allowed to talk about what's going on with anyone And, and they're saying rumors which if you are in america you can just replace that word with disinformation that's what they're trying to stop people from talking and be like, oh, yeah, are you miserable too? Absolutely. I don't have any food. I can't get out. They're trying to shut down all information going around. I don't know why they haven't shut down the Internet there, but I'm sure that's coming. And maybe that is with the blackouts. You know, the certain the certain cities, they shut off everything. Yeah, it's it's just insane. They, they want everyone to be alone, confused afraid Mm -hmm. and hungry because then they're not able to fight back what is the number one thing that preppers talk about you know when is the shit going to hit the fan Mm -hmm. when's the shoe going to drop well we're seeing in this video that happens when people are starving that's it not a moment before that but afterwards you can't get pandora's box shut because all hell is breaking loose it it really is and, and we're gonna see that coming here soon Mm -hmm. so so the big problem right now for them lack of food and that is taking away the mandate of the government because Mm -hmm. if they can't even provide the basic necessity of nutrients Mm -hmm. for their people why should the people listen to them and in that specific video they talked about the women are crying asking for the government to help them one woman had several children that were sick with fevers 
And she was saying, they're not rocks. They're kids. Help them out. So they just continued to ignore the pleas of the people. It makes you really feel for them because they can't even get that information out to mm-hmm. anybody. They can't even leave their apartments or their homes. Right to get help for their children that are dying. What is the social media app Weibo? Uh-huh. They had these videos up on there, but they were quickly taken down from oh, their, their filters are next world. But I find it so interesting that even with all of that draconian monitoring, the social credit scoring, even with all of those, with that apparatus in place, there's still information that slips through. Yeah. When they're able to get it out, the people like, China Observer are able to capture it quickly, mm-hmm. but then it, it absolutely disappears from yes. the station. So it's kind of like a right place at the right time they to get very information. Hard they do. To, to get that downloaded really quick and then be able to upload it in their video. Now, obviously, this video is going to be in the show notes below, but it is called Massive City Closures. Once again, Shanghai lockdown model reappearing, and it was a day ago. Let's talk a little bit more about the food. So they had droughts this summer, really high temperatures, not enough rain. So they lost the hydropower. What is that going to mean for them for the next couple of months? Well, considering all the stresses taking place over there, I mean, you're looking at large-scale civil war and uprisings if the people are not going to be fed. And then you have the government beating them down constantly eventually something's going to snap with it. And I think it is, you know, like you're saying with the drought, that's complicating things even more. And every time the government tries to initiate a new draconian edict against the people, it exacerbates the problem a hundred times more. So it's like Hydra. When you cut one piece off, two more pop up and again and again and again. So that's why I'm thinking that the CCP is living on borrowed time with it. The yeah. people are not going to be able to get the crops in that they need. And when you're at like 1.3 billion, you don't Four, have 1.4 actually. 1.4 now. You you don't have a lot of room for drought and famine and issues like this because they really get complex quickly. Yeah, for that many people. So the drought this summer, that's going to affect their their crop yields for sure. next season, right? And where in the world are they going to be able to do that has the slack for that? Because in the United States, there's fertilizer issues. Russia's not shipping anything. Well, maybe they will. They, they Maybe they'll ship you know some food to China to help them out, but it's a hell of a lot of people to feed continuously. They need to eat every day. Then you have the Ukraine situation, which nothing's coming out of there. No, that's a quagmire. Yeah. To use an old term. Yeah, so needless to say, they're really in a bad time right now. Wow. So what do you think that's going to look like? So what we talk about here is what is that going to look like coming to America? Because we've already seen there's issues with the gas supply. Mm -hmm. They're hemorrhaging it Mm -hmm. to artificially keep our prices down. Yeah. So we're going to see that the fertilizer issues, food, crop issues. We've already seen a lot of stuff you can't get at stores right now sure with the burning down of different food processing plants oh which is a story in itself livestock factories yeah mysteriously going up in smoke so let's talk about what does it look like for for us in the united states it's a little bit of a different situation we're not quite as big as china sure but where do we see there being issues with maybe the food supply well to start off with most if not all available land in China is used for agriculture. They don't have lawns. 
In the United States, we have millions and millions of acres of lawn that takes tremendous amount of resources to keep green and cut constantly. So even with the issues over there, at least they're trying their best to grow food to support the population. Yeah, I see that as a huge problem for us here. There are so many lawns, like you were saying, and... I mean, we, we go on drives just to look to see, hey, who has a garden? And we can count them on one hand. Yeah, in our county, when we go out to do errands or we have to go to the landfill, there's less than five gardens on the trip down there. And, and we're it, surrounded by not very many people, Yeah, but plenty of land. There's plenty, of, but it's all in lawns. Yep. It's, it's absolutely sickening. So then you have complete entitlement, cognitive dissonance, and total lack of awareness you know i mean it's i think it's a perfect storm for a food crisis here yeah it's gonna be bad because i think in major metropolitan areas they only have like a week supply of food yeah if that with just in time delivery yeah i'm sure in more rural areas it would be a little bit longer just because they have less people so maybe they have more food on hand but we're talking week, two weeks. I see it being slightly delayed. So China is, according to the China Observer videos, is falling apart right now. And we haven't even made it into winter yet when, you know, it's going to get some pretty cold fronts coming through, especially in the northern half. And Beijing is on the same latitude as Baltimore. So you can expect some, you know, plunges down below zero a few times. But people have to eat keep warm, get water, and keep the lights on. But then also, you know, with the manufacturing shut down over there in some pretty important cities, that means even less items are getting onto the shelves here. So we're looking at a, you know, really complex crisis developing. So we're we're really looking at multiple things happening at the same time. Correct. With the stock market plunging, inflation is out of control. People who are making not very much money are having to thin it more and more every single day. And there's a time where that has a breaking point too. I think we're really getting up to it. I feel like you can feel so much anxiety and discontent. Well, that probably makes sense for why Biden is coming out and making those threats on national TV. And they're doing, the FBI is making the hits on Trump supporters because they're, seeing what people are saying on social media. I mean, the NSA is going through people's emails and their texts and their conversations. They're hearing the disgruntled civilian populace. And I think they're worried. Yeah, they should be. Because I think we, we're we already seeing, especially in the China Observer video, where, where people, it was during one of their holidays recently. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. At night, they went and rushed the the places that had the food, mm-hmm. and the police tried to contain them, and they weren't able to. Mm-hmm. That's going to start happening here, mm-hmm. probably sooner, because we're so much more entitled, I believe, mm-hmm. in the yeah. United States. Uh, and you can argue, not you, but anybody can argue with me, it's, we're so much more entitled. It's going to be really quick that that gets absolutely out of hand. Mm-hmm quick when people aren't able to eat because it's something we do every day it's tough to try to figure out what is incompetence what's planned it's really difficult but i think it all adds up to the same thing and it's that it's not going to work out for governments to try to pacify their populations when they've been lied to for so many years 
and taken advantage of and sold out by so many people that I just don't see it being held together for much longer. And so that means the food shortages, the basically necessity shortages and going in the winter, that's going to look really nasty. Oh yeah. To your point of, is it incompetence or I think it's arrogant incompetence Mm -hmm. because they're making these decisions and they're right because they're them. Yeah. That's the the only reason. The narcissism there. Right. Exactly. So they're just making decisions. They're not really thinking of second, third, fourth order effects of anything. But politicians aren't trained to do that. No, because... They're trained to be told what to say and do. Yes, they're By puppets. people, you know, pulling the strings and paying them. So that's all that they're good at. Yeah. They're not able to replace a pipe in Jackson, Mississippi. No. They, they don't have the cognitive ability to figure that out and understand, wow, this is really complex if this fucks up. Yeah. And something we actually haven't talked about before now, I'm bringing it up. But they've been telling U.S. soldiers here to have their families go on food stamps to deal with inflation. That's insane. Yes. While we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. The the biggest money laundering scheme on the planet. Yeah. In an effort to shadow box Russia. Yeah. That's what it is. More or less pay for Mitt Romney, ex-John McCain supporters. Yeah. God knows what else over there. That, yeah, it's a giant money laundering scheme. Yeah. it's who can, They don't give two shits about the Ukrainian people, clearly, since they could have backed down. Yeah, and they definitely don't care about our U.S. soldiers here. Because all. if they're telling their families to go on food stamps to deal with inflation, that's just insane. I can't wrap my head around it. So here is that arrogant incompetence. So the people in charge, and I'm talking about all the alphabet agencies and D.C., the D.C. swamp, they're telling their cannon fodder that they have to take all these cuts. How long are military personnel going to put up with that bullshit? Not long. No. It's not going to be long. You'll have some diehards in there that'll stay until the end. But of, co- there's, of course, there's going to be some martyrs and sociopaths in I'd there. I'd say 80 to 90 percent are there for a paycheck. Well, that's what I wrote about in my article that I'm posting today. The government and the military do not have a separate supply line system. They're dependent on the grid, just like the rest of us. And they're dependent on those trucks still rolling. And for some reason, it doesn't seem like they understand that. No, they don't. I think they see it as an end. I mean, they, they, the government spent so much money. Here's just a, a little example. Uh, we had computers that we needed fixed when I was in Army Intelligence. The, the part for the computer, if you go online, is 20 bucks. When we saw the hand receipt for the part that was ordered, it was 500 mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, they don't have it together. No. Well, that's good for us, you know, that are just trying to get the hell out of Dodge and keep our head down while this shitstorm is occurring, you know, and hopefully the listener, too, can reduce their supply lines as much as possible to help mitigate the huge problems that or really predicaments at this point. You know, a problem you can take steps to work around and fix, but a predicament, you just have to roll with the punches at this point. Get used to it. And I think we're there. Yeah. So what do you think we need to do? I'm thinking, I would tell people it's hard to store enough food for like six months, but I would say if you're able to, at the minimum, try to buy extra food Mm -hmm. to be able to store for six months. And and a lot of that depends on your living conditions. And Mm -hmm. if you're in an apartment, I mean... Our opinion would be to get out of that as quickly as possible. And, you know, if you're getting a mortgage for a small house, 
at least you're putting that money towards you, whereas in an apartment, you're paying the a landlord. Yeah, you're you not know? building any equity. But I, I digress with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's another topic. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, but, so let me get back to, so I think about six months, and think about the things that you need. Uh-oh. That's the question. Needs and wants. Yeah, we're going to find out who's entitled and who isn't. Right. Because, like, you you might not need that organic butter, mm-hmm. right? Because you might need to spend that $6 on 10 pounds of rice, mm-hmm. right? You have to think about, what am I going to need? Band-Aids, antibiotics, mm-hmm. toothbrushes, toothpaste. Yeah, hy- personal hygiene. Absolutely. The basics for that. You, know, you would... don't need conditioner and shampoo and, you know, just get shampoo. Yep, you can get like a eight in one, or just use a bar of soap. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Those are cheap. Yeah, you can you can definitely stock those pretty easily. I would also say, well, I said antibiotics, other medical equipment that would help you with minor cuts and scrapes and mm-hmm. stuff, because you're not going to be able to just run to the ER. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to. Oh, I would also say to get water cleaning supplies, such iodine, as a, a Berkey water filter. That's. Mm, which well or something an equivalent let me say that because the Berkey water filters the prices now are fucking ridiculous they're great they're through the it's disgusting how much these companies are pricing their products like necessities that's a necessity everybody needs clean water and it's it's so gross but yeah absolutely a water purification if you have pets, I would certainly start thinking about ways to stock up on the food for that. The problem is a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, but the more that you can do now to reduce your supply lines, the better off you'll be because food is only going to go up and these products are going to go up as well and it's going to be harder to find because with China not manufacturing a lot of things now and potential sanctions that the U.S. is talking about, you know, the smart ones in D.C. To keep them out of Taiwan, which has <sighs> yeah. historically been part of China since, oh, I don't know, forever. Yeah, and also, since we're on the other side of the planet, who fucking cares? It's <laughs> none of our business. Neither was Ukraine. Yet, here we are. And I just want to say, when it comes to being able to afford things, we are right there with you. Absolutely. It's tough. But right now, you have to make decisions on what are things you can maybe stop doing that cost money. Mm-hmm. And really do things that you you really you need. need. That's absolutely right. And I, I really hope I'm stressing it enough because I'm I'm just worried about other people being able to pull through this mm-hmm. with minimal effect. And you know, it's our work is a little bit selfish because we want people to be as resilient and prepared as possible so that folks don't go around killing other people because they were too damn lazy and incompetent to prepare ahead of time. Yeah, I don't want to meet someone who's hungry with zero emotional intelligence. Yeah, which would be most people. Yeah, so that's something that's scary to me. So I try to help as many people as possible understand how to understand their emotions first, how to grow their food. Absolutely. So that they can eat their food and not be near me. On a personal level and as examples, you know, we have a biweekly budget of $150. That might sound really cheap to some people and really expensive to others. But the point is that we understand what it's like to get ramen noodles and use our chicken eggs and make our own pasta out of flour. You know, so we're in the trenches with you and we understand we're not going out to eat. We're not going on vacation. We haven't been on vacation in five years. 
Since and counting <laughs> and counting because yeah. we have no intention of doing so. Because no. there's more important things to focus on right now Our other garden. than a week or two weeks of leisure. It doesn't yeah. to me it, it, that that seems so contrary to how we live right yeah and it's against our well i guess our personal ethos with it to let the listener know what it it's like you know we're right there with you like i said we're in the trenches too Uh, we're doing as best as we can to stay within budget to not get into debt to grow and use as much as possible on the land that we have Uh, we live in a tiny house it is two 20-foot shipping containers Uh, joined at the center and we have a wood stove we have solar for a very modest electricity usage you know compared to a traditional home our water comes from a hand dug well that we have about 20 feet away from the front door that we pump water by hand into containers and then bring it inside and use gravity to purify our water with the Berkey and wash our dishes with it we also have two large metal bins that we wash our clothes in and this is basically because that's our economic level right now you know and so we live in simple in what most americans would consider like you know a pretty simple lifestyle but we still have a very abundant life we're not dirt urchins we don't have any cavities we still are able to brush our teeth and take showers and live a very fulfilling life with our animals and be very happy with it and find so much value and purpose with everything that we do now. And I think our health and our mental health is better. Absolutely. Yeah. Since simplifying and that's such a oversimplified way of saying it, but that's what we did. We just simplified. Well then what is simplifying? Simplifying for us is doing things in a way that we are not over consuming resources Mm -hmm. i think that's honestly the easiest way to say it and it's not because we're hippies it's just because we lost both of our jobs at the start of the pandemic and we needed to really downsize and to keep it as simple as possible because we didn't have a lot of income coming in and so we had to adapt to our new living arrangements and so we have we we found out ways that guess what everybody (laughs) that has come before us in human history lived very simply as well you know it's only the past what hundred years that people have really lived pretty extravagant lives air conditioning wasn't even common until the 70s eating meat was a luxury 50 years ago yeah because you were were talking to a neighbor recently right yeah he grew up literally across the street and the only time he ate meat was if it was deer season and they could kill a deer And then his mother would put all sorts of fillers in the patties to try to extend that meat as much as possible. They still had farm animals, but they were way too valuable to kill and eat for one meal. You know, chickens, for instance, you're not slaughtering them constantly. It's only because of privilege that you're having meat on a daily or weekly basis. I think it's so insane that people have that expectation that they're going to have meat for every single meal. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, like a relative of ours went and bought another freezer chest freezer to put meat in are you kidding me and so when the grid goes down that meat's gone in a day yeah exactly it's absurd and then you know if you want to raise chickens you have a dual purpose breed 
theoretically, are you really going to kill it for one meal versus three years of egg production? You know, Americans need to get their head out of their ass and think coherently about what's happening. The entitlement is going to be the everyday Americans' downfall. Yes. That overconsumption entitlement. These attachments. Yeah. This expectation that you can have whatever you want at any moment. Yeah, I think we we climbed a little too high on the overconsumption of these finite resources. Mm -hmm. And so the fall is going to be Oh, the greatest for us. Dramatic. I believe we said this before, but we are 5% of the world's population consuming almost 25% of the energy. Daily. Daily, yeah. So we have a huge entitlement problem that, like you said, is going to be our biggest downfall. And those that can adapt to this the quickest will be the most successful by far. Oh, absolutely. If you have a quick adjustment reaction, and that's something that you can work on mm-hmm. with your with your mental health and your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. If you have a quick adjustment reaction, you're still going to go through the emotions just quicker. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's going to help you be able to make better choices. Sure. Well, this was a great conversation with you. I think next time would be really awesome to get into what brought us here and our backstory for the listeners, just to know that we are actually living this life as well, and we're not just talking about it. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun to be able to explain where we come from, why we're doing this, and why we want to help as many people as possible to do what we're doing. That's right. So if you like the podcast, maybe go over to our website and check out some of the articles we write. Some of them are going to be companions to the podcast episodes where a lot of the information that we talk about, a lot of the links are going to be posted there. And you can check that out at newrevenantsociety.com. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Till next time.